I am Katinka and you're listening to me on Dvani Podcast. And I am Barth and I am back with the second part of my discussion with Katinka Van Khan. If you haven't listened to the first part yet, I would kindly request you to listen to that part first and then come back here to listen to the part 2. In this discussion, Katinka has told us about her entrepreneurial journey so far, how passionate she is about student life coaching and making the lives of students better. We have a lot to learn from Katinka and her life experiences. We had this discussion back in 2020, but the things that she has spoken about back then are even much more relevant today, I feel. Do support her in whichever way possible. I have put all the links to connect with her in the show notes. You must also listen to the episode that I and Katinka recorded for her podcast before we did this one. I have also put that link in the show notes. Her show is called The Student Life Podcast. And now, without any further ado, let's begin with today's episode with Katinka Van Khan. Here we go. because we get so attached. Exactly. We get attached to the people we work for. We get attached to the people we work with. Yeah. We get attached to to anybody we meet and it's right. it's hard to say goodbye. Right. By the way, what I was talking about when I went on that holiday yeah. and everything collapsed yeah. and I rage quit. Yeah. Um that same organization I had a conversation with mm. them yesterday mm. and mm. um we're going to work together again. So something that I did last year they thought was very interesting yeah. and because they have a whole community yeah. that they're building here in Maastricht. That's Obviously, really nice. I know them very well because yeah. before I started working with them three years ago yeah i did volunteer work for them yeah. for five years oh, so okay. this was really i was really into that organization um but that also made it up to a point that i wasn't really building my own business okay i had a business which i used yeah. building their i get it business or, free, yeah. or whatever you, you want to give call it the, your service for free that was not healthy and with that one situation with that colleague yeah. that collapsed yeah. um but i've never got out of touch with them i yeah. said like it's not a personal thing business wise i do not agree with what you did i despise yeah. what you did yeah, even yeah. Uh, and this is not how i want to work and this is not the type of entrepreneurs i want to work with right so that's where we're going to stop give it some time but i went to all the christmas dinners and to you know the gatherings they always invited me and i always went that's and on the other hand with some of the people that work there it's been it's been awkward but for me never because i'm like it's only awkward in, on a on a personal level of, like that's the kind of values that you choose to you know yeah. like if you see at the back yeah you, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that's what like help me identify that if I care about some values I do care about them always and then there are some values that I don't care about so yeah. much so that's where I think that comes into picture that I can have dinner I can you yeah, know because that what she did for her it was a very very good decision yeah uh, it was not bad for her that I left I think that she would have preferred to work together in a way but I mean this is also a woman that has her own started her own business right. that has two kids I don't even have that right. that has a, a mortgage to pay or whatever right. and you have to make decisions from that point of view and i was very aware of that right. i was very aware of the whole situation i saw it coming for months <laughs> right and then it happened when i left the country so i wasn't surprised at all but i did tell her like i i we talked about this yeah. that you were yeah. not gonna be over yeah. like that yeah. right yeah. and you did and i'm mad but okay it was the best thing that happened to me in my whole entrepreneurial exactly. life it opened up so many so much opportunities for me and i think this is also this has also to do with like of course you won't say this with your own words but i think it has to do with your will you know like yeah. you choose to look at things in the positive way like you yeah. can you can of course look at it in a way you know that this is this is the end of it yeah. but no this you... is over <laughs> life is over 
<laughs> a lot of people do that. Like yeah. I can tell you that, that like it might sound dramatic, but that that happens to a lot of people. Yeah. They they get back to the same shitty thing that they were trying to escape in the first place. Easy. And uh, yeah, so it's easy this, way out. Yeah, it's a. I, do I know this organization that you're talking about? Just a. Uh, I don't out know. Of the, it's uh, uh, the masters. No, no, no. Turning no. Yeah, I don't think so. So that's what I'm okay. gonna do now. I'm gonna make sure now that students know about that because they have some cool. very nice study places that nobody cool. knows about. Cool. So uh, I'm very excited to start getting that into the student community, especially with the library being closed. Yeah, yeah, that's a big. Uh, and it's gonna stay. Sandra's room is gonna stay break. closed. Uh, yeah. And we all know that Master University doesn't have enough study space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm very excited about that. It's a very nice place. It's so beautiful. It's in. They have one location in in the middle of week, so uh-huh. it's like uh, behind the uh, line 92. Yeah. And they have one location uh, near the out um, of Brandweer, mm. you know the the restaurant Brandweer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Brandweer, yeah. So that's also behind the university. So it's it's really great and people should know about it. But for the past few years, they haven't been able to get students in or get like the word out or get known in that way. So I was like, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Why not? Yeah, so I'm excited by that. Like, this is a very profound question. I don't know if mm. you have already maybe answered this in some way. But I was like, in what forms happiness comes through your work? Because let's say if you put happiness as the central, mm-hmm. you know, something that you're looking for, apart from the money, money is like you need it by default. So apart yeah. from that, if you're looking for happiness, which a lot of people do look for, so how does that comes into your work? If you can share some story or some incidents, you know, that would be something people can relate to. You can think about it. No hurry. Yeah. Well, you already, like you said, you see my Instagram and you see everything yeah. that I post there, and um, that's where you see how much I enjoy everything. Yeah. Because what's very important for me is that everything that I put on Instagram is real. Right? I don't have to. Because yeah. when when I don't feel it's it's not a lot these days, but when I, I don't feel good, and that can be one. I'm physically and you don't put or it mentally. Anything. I also put it on that's Instagram. What, that's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you put like, it that hey, way. so my day sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also not as heavy as it used to be anymore because now yeah. I can laugh at that. I can be frustrated and still laugh yeah, about yeah. it. But that, that, that is just a baseline of everything yeah. I've ever done in my life. I think I've always wanted to be happy. Yeah. I used to, you know, struggle a lot with depression and being down yeah. and, um, yeah, people around me as well. Yeah. Uh, Cause we had a bit of a tough time growing up. Yeah. So that was always something when yeah. I was younger, I wanted to be happy, but I never believed I could be. Yeah. Cause I wasn't happy. People around me weren't happy. It was, it's, yeah. It's so really you don't have some, anything to look up to no like yeah. growing up we, we really grew up from a context of survival right. and happiness right. in, in survival there's no happiness you have to survive right. so right. you don't have time for that right right, right. <laughs> That's um, a luxury. And yeah, definitely. Well, it's it's just not there. Mm. Your instinct doesn't care about being happy, mm. and your instinct care about you surviving, staying right. alive. Right. Um, so that was that was quite tough. But it's always been, especially my mom. It's all she wanted for us. She wanted to, us to have a place where we could always come home to, so right. like a house where everybody would right. feel safe. Right. Um, and she wanted us to be happy. So she always told me, like, it doesn't matter what you are gonna do in your life. If you're gonna do the dishes in a restaurant, if you're gonna, I don't know clean up the streets whatever yeah, it doesn't matter. you know yeah, it doesn't matter or if you want to go to university and be a doctor yeah. same thing as long as you're happy right right um also with you know the, our friends or our partners they always told us i don't i don't care who you're coming home with if it's a boy if it's a girl if, exactly. it's, if it's somewhere in between yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't matter as long as they make uh, you happy exactly so it's something that I've always longed for, but I never really. Yeah, I honestly think I never believed I could be happy. That yeah. that is something that is something big to accept, I guess, in the first yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, and I got quite far. Like I started enjoying life more yeah. after my studies. What was a bit of a I have no mm. clue what to do with my life mm. kind of. <laughs> 
phase and everybody yeah. goes through that yeah, phase for sure so that phase uh, and then i left of course because that's what you do right you start traveling that's the answer yeah uh, i went to south yeah. africa worked there with uh, children with autism i did some volunteer work i worked yeah. with elephants i traveled um yeah. I, I really i really flat my life that's what i said that i was aware of that i already told yeah. my, my parents like i'm going away yeah. this is a nice opportunity for yeah. me but i need to get out of this town and i need to get out of this continent yeah <laughs> right? I want to. yeah you need I, that sometimes, yeah, yeah i need to be somewhere else yeah. and i think that is the first time in my life when i uh, experienced that life could be different mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i went there with no money i had like minus 400 euros in my bank account they still let me into the country because i'm european so who cares you know yeah <laughs> so yeah when there i met ziggy he's still my best friend yeah. and i'm still in touch with him almost every day and there were so many people that i met there and they all liked me because of me i had nothing to give them right i had yeah. no money i had no house here i always i've always had a roof over my head yeah. rented houses yeah. and, and all my friends would yeah. stay there i mean we're in the netherlands so i always knew the people that that you could get the nice drugs from so it was always a contact yeah. Yeah. Know, there was always something that people could get from me or i was there just there caring and, and making food yeah. yeah when i went to south africa i had nothing of that i didn't have a, a place i didn't have money i, di I didn't know people so yeah. the people that i met they really appreciated me just for me and that's the best thing like, the, without so weird like i honestly Any I, it incentive. felt very awkward yeah. i was like so <laughs> I, why yeah. do you want to spend time with me tomorrow as well really <laughs> like do you why you get skeptical actually, like, i was in my bed I'm like why do these people want to be around me <laughs> <laughs> it must be something um, quite funny. I mean, it was a whole discovery for yeah. me. Um, and also, society works a bit different there. Yes. Time That's works different true. there. Money true. works different there. Right. Right. So that for me was also, we've. Uh, I wouldn't say we've, we've been poor, hmm. um, but we never had a lot of money. Yeah. We had a, a lot of kids and a lot yeah, of like different enough houses. For, enough for yeah. making things work, make do. Yeah, so uh, we've always had food. Maybe not the fanciest one or not, not like as much as you can eat but there has always been food on mm. our plates and a roof over our head yeah, yeah. and i've always had clothes yeah um so basically uh, fine fine childhood yeah but when i went to south africa yeah. i mean that's a whole different story there are those kids running around without shoes and they're super happy right yeah. no shoes but they're running around throwing a ball around and yeah money people don't care about money as much like they work then they get money then they don't work until they run literally run out of money and don't have food anymore and they're like oh okay well let's go back to work then it's that's... such a different mindset and yeah. so so much to learn from yeah and time wise as well time I mean, it's a, if if you come at work an hour late, they're like, oh, nice that you came in, you know? <laughs> it's just oh, expectations yeah. are so different. Um, and that was here in, in, in Europe, in the Netherlands. It, and I, I guess you, you know opposite. that from India as well. It's so strict and you work that time and that time and this is what you get yeah. paid. And yeah. everything is so arranged, yeah. which is uh, nice in a way. Like Ziggy, he really wants to, to move here. Because yeah. um, he's like, I want that. Because it also brings opportunities. Right. Yeah, it, right? You can build companies. You can do things. Structured, things yeah. 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 That's not really a thing in South Africa either. Uh -huh. like, it's just you do what you do. Um, um, live your life a bit but actually putting something there and growing it up to a yeah. thing hmm, gonna be quite difficult um, so it really showed me something so many different things when I came back for the first time in my life I was homesick I've never been homesick because I grew up in different homes yeah. we've always traveled yeah. um, so I've never really been, yeah. been stuck to a house yeah. 
And when I came back on that yeah. first night, I cried. I'm like, I'm homesick. <laughs> like now I know what all those Home. people felt when we went on camp in the eighth grade. You know, yeah. everybody was crying, and I was like, Why are you crying, man? That your home is there. It's not gonna move. Yeah. Mom's gonna come pick you up tomorrow. I yeah. always thought it was such bullshit. Yeah, but, but you realize things from yeah. a different perspective. Because I found a piece of myself uh, yeah. that was also a, a very big thing, and mm. that was culturally. Here mm. we have um, you're you're black or you're white. Yeah. And I know there's 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 Asian and whatever, but basically you have you have a color or you don't. That's kind right. of what we have here. In right. South Africa, you have black, white, and colored, colored people. Yeah, colored people is actually a thing there. I think and not not derogatory. It's no, not uh, no. Yeah. You, you even have your own right. own racist thoughts about right, colored right, people, right? right? Colored people don't have teeth and they eat fish. That's yeah, what yeah, you do. Yeah. So uh, and and that's where, really where I found a part of myself. Yeah. Because that's who I am. Yeah. Um, I grew up with so many cultures around me, and these cultures are in my yeah. my DNA. Yeah. And uh, I've never really felt home. You don't feel home at a single one of them. Like I'm right. not just Suriname, and I'm right. not Chinese. I'm not yeah. Dutch. Yeah. I'm not Indonesian. I'm all of it. And my right. my dad, so my stepfather, he's uh, yeah. Afro American. Yeah. I've known him since I was six. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> you know, it's really that yeah. father figure. Yeah. Which is also a whole new yeah. culture that we got, a new family that we got, and that's been very difficult for me always to connect to that part right. of me so in South Africa I, I was like oh so this is who I am right I'm a colored person I'm a mix and that's also a right. thing it doesn't it means that you belong somewhere instead of you don't belong anywhere and you're always in between right this you know I, I was thinking about this thing that when this thing is there no when people say home is where the heart is mm-hmm. the heart is actually at a lot of places yeah exactly. so all of these places are home <laughs> yeah <laughs> and all of this place those places are in your heart but this is the thing like for example i i left my home at the age of uh, 18 like 10 years back and uh, i'm the only child like my situation is quite opposite of you i think you're way. the only child i'm the only <laughs> child very loved you know and my parents are like so possessive about me they never wanted me to leave the home in the first place right yeah. but they took they they uh, took the <laughs> better like, decision well. <laughs> Yeah, they like, but obviously people uh, become rational after a point where they are like, no, he has to step out. He has to uh, identify himself. So they let me go. And that started as a snowball, you know, like I lived in one city very far away from my hometown, which is like, because India, I think is bigger than Europe in some ways. So uh, that was first thing. Then I moved to another city. Then I did an exchange program in France for six months. That was like such a huge deal for my mother. Side of the, world. the first time when I left the country, like this is unacceptable now, but it was happening. <laughs> so I've realized that. So I've lived in my hometown is Lucknow. I moved to Bombay, Mumbai. Then I moved to Bangalore. Then I moved to Lil. Like before coming to Bangalore, I moved to Lil for uh, six months. Yeah. Then I'm here. All these places live in my heart now. You know, all yeah. these places feel like home at yeah. some point. So this is a thing that I often think about. Yeah, I don't think. Well, I mean, home is where the heart is. Yeah, maybe. Um, I think the goal is to feel at home with yourself. Yes, and it doesn't matter where you are or with whom you yeah. are. Especially now, because we all have Zoom, WhatsApp. Yeah, as long as there's internet. Yeah, everything is okay. Yeah. yeah, as long as there's internet, <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, I think it it, it qualifies more than food now. So sometimes you definitely, know? I think a lot of people would leave a sandwich if they could have internet for an hour <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. That, yeah, that is very important. And for me in, in Africa, that's where that journey started, where, yeah. when I found that first piece of myself. Yes, exactly. That's and what. I enjoyed life so much there. Yeah. They also offered me a job after four days on that, uh, that volunteer work. So I was yeah. like, hmm, <laughs> I could have stayed, but then you can never come back. Yeah. Um, so I decided not to do that, but yeah. that is when, when it all started, right? So I came back and then I knew I decided I'm not going to work for a boss. So I did do yeah. like I, I worked in the kitchen for a bit and yeah. some zero hour contract things while you tested out. everything that yeah, way. While, yeah while kind of figuring out. I went to uh, therapy that's when I started therapy I mm-hmm. came back and like, okay I'm done with all this bullshit now let's start this therapy thing yeah. <laughs> and then you know I can finally start my life because that's when I first saw that there is so much more right. for me to right. get right. like I said I, I, I don't think when I was younger I believed that I actually right. could be happy right. so if you don't see something then you don't know it's there exactly. and you don't know what to work towards right. uh, coming back from Africa I, I tasted that mm. a new life a relaxed life mm. a life where you just enjoy uh, and I was like ah I can do that as well and that becomes your goal then that, yeah that I was, so life. I was like first get all this all this yeah. buzz out of my head yeah. you know so yeah. I went to therapy for a bit over a year I think yeah. Um, and then I worked at the movie theater because yeah. I figured let's not have a job where we actually have to work with people yeah. while I'm going through the therapy you know? yeah. <laughs> don't do yeah. everything at the same time yeah. and then coming out of that like at some point obviously like they always do with me things collapse between me and my boss is there um, oh, and that then, is such uh, a relatable thing yeah but that's <laughs> that's also what I always knew like yeah. and it's only because they stop by like three times in a year there because yeah. after like within six weeks I think or two months I got promoted so I was projectionist yeah. and I could become manager but then on a different location they didn't want that but I was yeah. kind of in that manager yeah. level, level yeah. Um, and I was just one of all the managers that were mm. there there was just one that mm. I actually felt was yeah. above me and I respected him yeah. and he's still a good friend of mine yeah. um, that I felt like I can actually learn things from you and yeah. you yeah. you accept me for who I am and we can just do yeah. our thing here yeah. in, in the movie theater yeah. so that was great and then these actual bosses because it's a Belgian company so yeah. they they didn't visit that often yeah. i think they came three times and the third time so it was, ju- it was just done <laughs> i'm like Shit. nope we're not gonna do this <laughs> things that you're doing things that you're saying i do not agree yeah. so i rage quit i was like okay well you know you don't have to fire yeah. me i'll quit that I, i'm I, gonna go to I, the chamber of commerce <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna start my own business yeah, yeah because yeah uh, i think that again connect for me i think these all things connect to your values that you don't you cannot transact on your self-respect sometimes yeah you just cannot yeah you shouldn't because that that's where I was telling you, can you do it but it's not going to make you happy you can do it you can do it people do it every day but it takes something off you I think yeah. in some ways because that's where I was telling you that uh, me and my bosses it has been such a I really want to make something of it like a short movie or something like that. <laughs> because I've worked under a lot of people due to my own choices like I switched a lot of companies at some yeah. point but also because situations like within a company five managers changed they all were quitting again and again and you know people tell you that you have to you have to make an image for yourself towards yeah. your boss I stopped caring about that I'm like are you serious do, do you really think I want to c- c- create an image for this person who might leave after one month yeah. I create an image for myself now and if they are okay with it that's that how it works fine. so this is one thing that I really wanted to tell you uh, another thing I was thinking about all this while very important we'll also take towards the end of the discussion yeah. but when you uh, are culturally so aware when you see so many things mm-hmm. then you are able to pick the best out of it I think yeah. right the best practices in the world that yeah, you can yeah definitely 
So you take the punctuality of the Dutch, yeah. the relaxed thing of the South Africans, maybe, and then food you of India, food <laughs> of India, and then you make <laughs> yeah. something mix of it, right? Yeah, that's the yeah, best definitely. Thing. And I think that's because you need an identity, right? Well, I mean, we need it for ourselves, but you mostly need it for the people around you because right. people always want to know belonging. Where are you from? Right. You know, it's a question I've I've been asked so many times in my life, and and I always say, Maastricht. Oh, okay, but where are your parents from? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's no end to it. <laughs> Yeah. There's no end to just, that question. Just stop it. Like you, you're yeah. not even going to get it. Yeah. Um, same thing with my dad. Yeah. There's my stepfather. He yeah. married my mom last yeah. year. Yeah. Um, and all my life, at some point, I, I was just done explaining my situation. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, my dad's going to come pick us up. Yeah. I thought that would be better if I just call him dad right. and then people don't ask questions and right. get it over. Right. But I forgot. Well, I didn't realize right. <laughs> that I would say, so my dad's going to come pick us up. Yeah. And then this really, really dark black guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. comes yeah, and they, you know and then everybody's really, like huh? what that's uh, and in high school it was yeah. quite normal because you know each yeah. other's families right parents pick each other up so yeah, you know so whose you parents get habitual to, to it yeah yeah and the teachers know it yeah when i when i was studying you don't know anybody's parents anymore yeah, yeah. um and he went to the hospital one day because there was something went wrong with his heart and yeah. they they did they made like one of his heart videos yeah and they told us we don't know what happened because yeah. all the research is done on like white males in the age of 55 yeah, yeah. or something yeah and he's Afro-American, so he has a different heart. Yeah. Which I thought, like, one, that's stupid. I know that, yeah. Two, yeah. why do you not do the research on Afro- Afro-American yeah. hearts then? Because there's quite a lot of them in the yeah. world. But yeah. okay, different story. Yeah. So I went back in school and I was like, yeah, I missed some classes because my dad went to the hospital yeah. and he made a heart video yeah. and I don't know what's yeah. up because yeah. he, ha- he has a black heart. And they were like, huh? I'm like, yeah, because he's black. And I was yeah. like, huh? And I, I really didn't understand why they were not understanding yeah, my yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so obvious, right? Why? Yeah. But yeah, then you understand that people don't understand many things. Yeah, and that's really that part of your identity. Yeah. You you are, I think, you are allowed to pick and choose. Pick and choose. That's it. Whoever you want to be, whatever culture you want to belong to, if you're not born in a certain culture, but you go there and you feel at home and you feel like you want to be that or that's part of you, fine. I mean, by me, right? Not everybody's going to be fine with that, which is also fine. But do what makes you happy. Identify as whoever you want to identify, um, because that is one that's the happiness, but it also gives you purpose of belonging and it gives you clarity on what you think of life, what your values are, why these values are yours, why it feels like you belong somewhere. I think those are very important yeah, questions to get answered to get that purpose in life, get clarity on this is where I want to go or this is why I want to do these things or this is why that person annoys me or this boss is not for me or, you know. I think this is one of the best things that you've said. Like during, like I've had a lot of discussions with a lot of people, but this, this is a very, very, very nice thing that you have said that you can pick it. You can yeah. pick and choose because some, somewhere people, a lot of people are just living, trying to live by a code. They're trying to live somebody right. else's life. And are you not living there? You survive. Yes. That's not going to make that's, it. That's what, that's what, I'm beautiful. Nice. This can yeah. go on forever. Yeah. I can, and this like, is a nice yeah, ending. <laughs> I can, I can just keep on talking to you. Any, anything like I would want to just want you to comment on how the pandemic has maybe helped like the positives of the pandemics that have come out for you yeah first thing and uh, whatever would you like to recommend people call to action for people yeah call me get coaching <laughs> however you want to yeah. package it that's what I give you this time <laughs> yeah, for sure. yeah 
Uh, oh, pandemic, pandemic was crazy. So yeah, these these days are very much engraved in my mind. Fifteenth of March was my little sister's birthday. Yeah. That's when Rota did the the first speech. Like, okay, things are yeah, not going even well. Even I remember all those dates yeah. now. Schools yeah. are probably not going to open up again. Uh, and on the seventeenth of March, which is my mom's birthday, uh, that's when I went into the lockdown. And you know, twenty second March is my birthday, and India went on lockdown on twenty second March. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it yeah. went so quickly, and it's so it's weird because I remember. February. There's mm. people that dressed mm. up uh, for carnival. Yes, yes. In those Corona suits because it was funny, right? That's sure. what you do. I mean, with carnival, we yeah, kind of some yeah. people take it to a political thing yeah, yeah, with but, humor. Yeah, but it was cultural thing. Yeah, that everybody <laughs> that, that's listening might understand that. Yeah, uh, because it was so far away. Right. You know, in China, something's happening. Uh, okay, it is a bit crazy, yeah. but it's still the flu, so don't panic. It yeah. came here, but you know, it's yeah. the flu, so don't panic. Mm. And I also thought that I'm, I'm not much for media. I stopped. Uh, yeah. I stopped watching the news and yeah. reading the papers yeah. uh, quite a few years ago. And then it, within two weeks, it all hit the fan here. Yeah. And that's especially here in the south right. and in Brabant, because right. it's the two provinces that celebrate Carnival. Yeah. Yeah. And you really saw the cities that have the inside Carnival. So yeah. you're drinking from the not-so-clean glasses right. and right. you're in the in these so you know, close inside. Proximity, yeah. Yeah. Here we have outside Carnival. So yeah. I think that's mainly why it wasn't that, that bad, bad here, in Maastricht. Yeah. But still quite hectic. Went into yeah. a lockdown and I I saw that press conference yeah. with Rutte where he said, we're going to go in lockdown, schools are not going to open yeah. again. And I thought, oh my God, university is going to be closed. Yeah. What is this going to do with me and my students right. and right. all Everybody. the things that were on the table and all the yeah. things I was yeah. working um, working for? Yeah. Yeah, and that just stopped. That Monday, everything, I got all the emails. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People that I didn't get emails from, I sent them emails and then later got back, nope, we're not doing it. Everything, school's closed yeah. as, as long as it's not opening up. I was going to go to Eindhoven to give workshops there yeah. and um, at the student hotel and they said, well, you know, let's give it a month when we're out of lockdown. And we just postponed it because they already paid the invoice for me to come. Yeah. So they were just like, it's fine. Um, we already yeah. paid. We're going to do it next week or yeah. in six weeks. Yeah. Um, and then and then it was April and then it was May and uh, it, it just and stopped. It, it completely practically stopped. Practically now. Yeah, so um, I panicked a little bit. I went into that mood of feeling very, very sorry for myself for yeah. what am I going to do first thing? What yeah. do I want to do? Yeah. Which is working out. So I yeah. started working out yeah. with uh, Sachit, my workout buddy, yeah. <laughs> every other day. And we've done that all through the lock- yeah. uh, lockdown. Student radio was still there. So yeah. normally I would be live on the radio every Wednesday. Now we did live yeah. streams and pre-recorded yeah. shows. So that kind of kept me occupied yeah. and kept me in touch with the rest of yeah. Maastricht yeah. as well, organization students everybody and also to hear other people's point of view that's very good to see I'm not the only right, one right. and work wise I just started I thought clean slave like we have to yeah yeah, we have to do what we gotta do what we gotta yeah, do like exactly. what's still there so I started doing my workshops online because I figured that yeah. sh- should be possible right yeah, <laughs> made yeah. an online workshop yeah. series so it was really fun Yeah. and for the entrepreneurs we have the Girls Gone International community here yeah. in Maastricht and they asked me to give a workshop so it was gonna be a physical workshop yeah, about yeah. how to make an online course yeah. So I told them like sh- I can do that yeah. digitally. Yeah. We'll split it up in two workshops because yeah. it's going to be a bit too long for yeah. one. Yeah. Let's try it out. They loved it, and then I thought, okay, let's put that on. Let's yeah. put that on my Instagram because there's a lot of students that now yeah. want to do something, want yeah. to start a business, yeah. want to think about these right. things. Uh, so I did, and I gave it seven times throughout the whole lockdown, donation based. Because yeah. I figured everybody's in a sad situation, yeah, so yeah, just yeah. see what comes. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun, and I, I kept in touch with all the mm. organizations that I was already 
really working with every month, sending them an email like, how are things? Yeah. This is what's up with me. And now it's all coming back together. So I have some one-on-one coachings yeah. that I started yeah. that I love. That's what I love to do most. Yeah. So I'm very happy with that. And all these organizations now, like we mm. discussed already, mm. uh, see the value of right. having a coach, having right. that extra support, right. uh, making sure that your students do not end up at the psychologist. Because right. that's kind of one of the things that I can do as a coach, right. prevent that things right. get worse. Right. So yeah, and if I talk about my like schedule-wise, because mm. I've been working seven days a week basically since I started my yeah. business. And not every day is like eight hours. Some days are 12 hours. Some days might Some be days, less, yeah. days are like two and you're just hanging around a bit right. waiting for people to right. respond. So right. it's it's not like, well, you work a lot. Right. But right. <laughs> we all know you work right. a lot. Right. And that's something I wanted to change, but I've never really been able to. Mm. And now that everything disappeared for me, mm. I figured when I start building it up, I I will build it up in a way that you I always want, to have want it. To yeah, exactly. like I know now. Yes, because uh, because yes, yes. it was very good for me. Like physically, right. I got so healthy in that right. lockdown. Right. Um, mentally as well, right. it was very much a piece of my thing. I was forced into a holiday. Right. That's the main thing I think for for entrepreneurs that they yeah, got forced into a, a holiday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. pause, Thinking, see where you stand. Yeah, exactly. And I want weekends. So that's with everything. My new yeah. coach clients as well. I say Monday to Friday. My coaching one-on-one day church. Yeah. Thursday and Friday. That's one-on-one coaching and workshops. Yeah. If somebody really cannot make that, we can always do like a, another day. Right, right. But no more coaching in the weekends. No more practice uh, in the weekends. That's a discipline that you have got now. Yeah. Which was and, very important. And already now in the, in the three weeks that I've been doing that, I see how much of a difference it makes for me. How much more energy I have through the day. How much more inspiration yeah. I get. And yeah. these weeks weekends are for me so i might yeah. still work yeah i'm not gonna i'm not right, ever right. gonna tell myself yeah, not because, to work <laughs> because that's your love also right yeah so. but then it's something new to try and something new to do Absolutely. or uh i, I connected with a with a girl yeah. a woman <laughs> fellow yeah. woman yeah on instagram and she's she's doing energy events a mini energy mm-hmm. events which mm-hmm. is going to be two saturdays yeah one next month and yeah. one the month after yeah. and i was like yeah, yeah since i have my weekends yeah. up, i can do that this is something fun of course it's work yeah. but it's so much fun and something I really want to do right. and now I can right. because I have my weekends for me right. that can be sitting on a couch right. Netflixing all day yeah. going to the spa yeah. or throwing an energy event whatever right. I want absolutely so yeah, yeah that's that's really what it what it gave me reset awesome. on life and awesome. make it take it to the next awesome. level see anyway I'm gonna put your links and everything on the show notes yeah. all these things but um, something that you can recommend you do this on daily basis I think but yes. one key <laughs> information or something that you really think students and people who are should you can recommend something one thing maybe to do for yourself you mm-hmm. mean or mm. yeah like they should think about this at least yeah I think if you want to start somewhere mm. that's always the most difficult part yeah and start with a little bit of self-care so even if it's five minutes or ten minutes yeah. do something to yeah. take like a seven minute face mask or something yeah. a walk a yoga session something that you know you want you know you need right. but normally you wouldn't do that yeah I always say self-care not about taking a lot of time for yourself it's about caring enough yeah. to do something for yourself even yeah. something small and do that every every day just something I think that's a really good starting point because then you will start getting this awareness of what is it that I need right. what is it that I want it will also make you happier in a way right. and that opens up all the other doors like oh I want to change maybe this in my work take right. some time for me to do that discover whatever yeah so I think that would be a good one uh, to start your personal development journey yeah. <laughs> to put it like that yeah. take 10 minutes for yourself any, yeah. any moment in a day yeah just for you awesome awesome yeah. i think that's very important and a lot of people ignore that so yeah and we ignore it because we think we don't have time for it 
Yeah, like I we do. do. Yeah, and then you go to the spa like once yeah. every six yeah. weeks. You feel amazing for yeah. two days, yeah. and yeah. then <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. This was a uh, an amazing discussion. Yeah. To tell you the truth, I I enjoy. I don't know about you, but I enjoyed <laughs> it a lot because I have been having so many discussions. And because unlike you, I I I think for you, podcast is one extension of your business, and most of the yeah. time it is. For me, right now, this is the main thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I really want to make this as a product yeah. that I've been talking to a lot of people, and you know what happens is like you have a question that you think is very nice, and you ask that question, hoping that this person will just give the best answer in the world. Yeah. So my audience will be like. Like blown away, and sometimes it doesn't happen. Yeah. So you have to like work around to get to that question somehow. But in this discussion, you know, you were answering all the things that I was hoping you'll answer. <laughs> I have some experience. Yeah, that. exactly. So that 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 shows that shows now. Do a radio show. Exactly. Usually, I'm the one asking the questions, but yeah. it's very fun to uh, to answer them. Go on. Yeah. Also, like uh, now we are officially off the record. Yeah. I think <laughs> so. Maybe uh, for the end, maybe thank you. Thanks a lot. I hope you enjoyed, and we uh, need to have this again. Yeah, uh, definitely. For, on a new topic, and I would love to. Uh, I I don't mind talking. I chat a lot, as you know, because you have me on Instagram. But thank you for having me. I enjoyed it very much. And um, awesome, yeah, thank I hope you. That you got some tips and tricks out of yeah, it. Yeah, so. yeah. Thank you again. And that's how, my friends, you become an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur that cares about a cause, who's passionate about something, who has a fire in the belly. I definitely learned a lot of things from Katinka. And I'm sure you, my dear listener, will also learn a lot from Katinka's life experiences. So please don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, whatever your podcasting platforms allows you to do. Please do that. The show is curated, hosted, written, produced, recorded by me. My name is Parth Chauhan. The theme music was composed by Cutipai Honey Bunch and the logo of Dhwani was designed by Swamya Garg. Dhwani Podcast can be found on all podcasting and music platforms like Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Geo Savan, Amazon Music, Stitcher and every other place where podcasts are usually found. If you are inspired by the things that you listen on this podcast or if you know somebody who can come on to this show, please reach out to me. You can write to me at info at dhwani.co.in. You can also log on to the website that is dhwani.co.in. D- hvani.co.in If you feel like sharing something but not coming on to the show, you can send me voice notes on Facebook. You can also connect to me on Instagram. All these links are mentioned in the show notes in the description. You can check that out. And I think that's it. Until next time, thank you. It is very hot in India right now, so please take care of yourself and see you in the next one. Ciao!